1: You're listening to Sister Radio. In this show, we're talking with blogger and fashionista, Lindsay Polls. Lindsay runs her own nomadic lifestyle blog, Have Clothes, Will Travel. She's currently living in Rosario, Argentina, and originally a homegrown American woman from Wisconsin. You're listening to Sister Radio. So, Lindsay, I'm so excited to have you on Sister Radio. I feel like I've been bugging you ever since we met to get get up, met via Twitter to get you on the show.
0: Oh, I'm excited too. This is the first time I've ever done an interview like this.
1: <laughs> I'm actually a little bit surprised with all of your travel and you get pretty good traction on your blog. People are engaged.
0: Yes. you, um, yes. I guess it's always kind of been in uh, written form, though, as far as actually uh, talking in an in interview like this. Uh, this has been an experience.
1: Okay. <laughs> we're, we're busting you out of your comfort zone. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly.
1: So right now you're in um, Argentina. Uh, correct, yep and you just got out of class. What are you studying? I didn't even know you were studying anything right now.
0: (laughs) Well, um, I I just moved to Argentina two weeks ago, and I don't speak any Spanish whatsoever, so I am taking Spanish classes, some pretty intense Spanish classes right now, so I am able (laughs) to communicate with the people um, I live by.
1: I love that. No, yeah, you've got to immerse yourself. And before you know it, you'll be speaking along <laughs> with the locals. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> well, I, I just want you to share a little bit um, about your background. So we know you're from um, Wisconsin, but a little bit about how you got like lead us to the point of how you got to Argentina. And um, yeah, just describe yourself a little bit.
0: Okay, um, <laughs> well, as far as how we ended up in Argentina, um, my oh, it's been four years now since my husband and I decided that we wanted to travel. Um, we initially, we started out uh, just traveling within our own state, uh, Wisconsin at the time. And then we started traveling within the United States. And then um, just recently, actually, we started traveling abroad. Uh, we lived in Japan. And then we went to and lived in Australia, and now we're in Argentina. (laughs) Um, As far as a little about me, um, I'm a blogger. um, My blog has um, our travels on it as well as um, style posts. Um, I like uh, cats and dogs. Uh, That's one of the only things I don't like about travel is I can't have a pet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I also like uh, Marvel, Star Wars, and Game of Thrones
1: and all, all that fun stuff. <laughs> okay, okay, so you're kind of into that like sci-fi, I don't even know, is that considered oh, yeah. sci-fi, the Game of Thrones, or is it something else? Oh, uh, well, I
0: guess Game of Thrones would
1: tend to technically be fantasy. Fantasy, like. well, with uh, that guy, <laughs> Carl Drogo, um, Jason Momoa's character, <laughs> that's my fantasy. <laughs> yeah I think he's gonna be an awesome man. <laughs> I know I saw that anything to do with him I will watch it <laughs> exactly <laughs> so basically what I was trying to find out just by like reading some of your posts but I haven't been able to piece together yet is it just like on a whim you guys are moving to these like Japan Australia Argentina or is there like a reason why you went to these places just help me figure out how you got there because i'm so curious
0: okay oh yeah no that is a great question um the, the way that we are able to travel is because of my husband's job so his um he has projects in these um countries and that is that's why we are traveling to um the places that we are they're not just we're not just throwing
1: darts at a map. <laughs> okay, because in my mind, that's what was happening. I was like, these people have a map, and they're throwing darts. <laughs> oh, no. We're not that exciting. Because <laughs> it seems so random, like a random group of places to go from Asia to Australia to, you know. So I was curious. All right, yeah. so, so part of it's work, <laughs> and then just being open to travel.
0: Exactly, exactly,
1: yep. So how did you start your blog, Have Clothes Well travel.
0: Um, well, Have Cool and Travel, it originally started as a way for me to um, just keep in touch with friends and family so they knew what was going on in our lives and with our travels. Um, but since it's expanded, and I also do include style posts now and guest posts, and I also feature other bloggers as well.
1: Okay, so it's grown, like, organically. Yep, exactly, yep. That's so cool. I, I love your blog. I like that you marry the two of fashion and travel. And actually, that was one of the things oh, I wanted you. to ask you, was why fashion and travel together? Like, what what about them um, makes them fit or go together? Um, well, I suppose,
0: <laughs> technically, I wouldn't say fashion and travel do go together, Um but travel and um, my personal style are two things that um, are really important to me. And I guess when I started creating my blog, I wanted it to be a reflection of myself and a way for me to express myself creatively. And those were the um, two main focuses that ended up coming out of that.
1: Okay. That's Not, that's really um, cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't um, – <laughs> I, I wouldn't necessarily say that – Style and travel are two things that are easy to go together, but those are two things that are important to me.
1: Well, in a way, like, uh, my observation of, like, fashion having traveled a bit, too, I feel like we're soul sisters because we've we've done some traveling. We've gone to these places and lived there for a while. It's, like, one thing, maybe you'd agree with this, too, like, it's one thing to go somewhere for a week, but it's another thing to live there for a period of time. (laughs) and yeah very true (laughs) right and it's like culturally you have to adapt but also like fashion wise everywhere I went I came with like my own set of rules for fashion and anytime I left a place after a certain amount of time before I knew it I was like adapting some of those cultural fashion things into my own fashion so have you noticed some of that like as you travel you pick up these different uh unique things to the culture that you're surrounded by and into your fashion
0: oh yeah definitely definitely and it's reflective i mean because i guess for me personally i don't want to stand out too much every time we um travel so i do try to be aware of what other people are wearing so i'm not standing out so much um but when we wear in japan i mean um i usually wear dresses and skirts but for the first time in my life i was incredibly underdressed so I felt like I really had to step up my game in Japan when I was getting dressed for the day. Um,
1: <laughs> and, oh, sorry. Yeah, wait, so probably, did you ever uh, explore some of the, like, Harajuku fashion in Japan?
0: Oh, <laughs> I did. I went into some of the shops and I just, <laughs> that, that was not a style I was able to pull off. But <laughs> I didn't. I did enjoy seeing other people <laughs> wearing it.
1: That's so cool. So I can see in that regard like how travel ties into to fashion. But I thought it was cool that you put the two together. And um and what about nomad? You call it a nomadic lifestyle blog. Like what is a nomadic lifestyle? Can you just explain a little bit?
0: I guess nomadic in a sense for us is that we um we don't we don't own a home and we don't actually own anything other than clothing. So We literally just kind of pick up and go to each spot with just our suitcases. And, I mean, no man could need something for someone else, but that, I feel, is a good definition for us.
1: Yeah, so basically you guys kind of live out of a suitcase. Exactly. I've been there. I'm currently, actually, a nomad myself. I was just in oh, really? Asia for a year in 2016. Well, from 2015 to 2016. And then, oh, yeah, um, I did see that. yeah, so and then I got to go to Haiti for a little bit. But, um, and oh, so I've lot, been, I've been out of a suitcase, too. And it's, it's liberating. There's, What are some of the cons for you of, like, there's a lot of pros to being a nomad and getting to travel and see the world. What are some of the cons?
0: Um, Well, some of the cons to being a nomad, the biggest one is not being able to see your family as often. Um, My sister and brother-in-law just had um, a baby and we haven't been able to spend any time with him yet, so that's been hard. Um, I mean, it's... I mean, it, it's it's liberating to be able to pick up and move, but it, it, there's issues with not having your own own stuff <laughs> when you're moving as well, and um, and having uh, a limited wardrobe as well can be a little challenging.
1: Um, you make it work though. <laughs> you are constantly posting these like awesome outfits of the day, and I'm like, where is she getting this fantastic clothes? <laughs>
0: Very. Okay. Yeah, a, a lot of the stuff, too, that I'm featuring is stuff that um, has been featured before. Like, I, I reuse quite a quite a lot of things, because if I was constantly buying new things, it just it wouldn't work.
1: <laughs> no, and it's not very eco-friendly, either, considering we just had Earth
0: Day. <laughs> ah, very true. That is
1: true. Yeah, I, w- I was wondering, too, if... Um, I don't know if you've seen either the documentary or read the book. I'm bunny trailing, by the way, so I'm going a little off off the book, off the cook. But I was going to um, okay. m- mention, I don't know if you s- or saw the documentary or read the book, um, The True Cost. And it's about the fashion industry and how we're paying, you know, oh, pennies. No, I know
0: what you're talking
1: about. Yeah, so that ties into it, like, as far as, like, one of the things they talk about is recycle your clothing, stop buying cheap clothes quickly, like, in big amounts, and buy stuff that you can use over and over, and so I feel like you do that really well.
0: Yeah, and I mean, honestly, too, like, it doesn't always have to be expensive. You can buy cheap clothing, but it's the sense that you need to be able to reuse it and wear it in multiple different outfits. And mm-hmm. I can't get my use out of something because it's um, not versatile. I, I really can't have too many things like that in my wardrobe because I just, I don't have
1: the room. <laughs> Sure, yeah, I'm living out of a suitcase. I can't imagine you could put a whole closet in there. So you got a little, little space to work with. No, no. You know what's interesting? Do you follow Humans yep. of, of New York, Humans of New York on Facebook? Oh, I
0: do. Yep, I, those do pop up every once in
1: a while. Have you seen that a bunch of their posts recently have been in Argentina?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Yeah, I don't know I'm if it's been go on going now. on for like a couple weeks, um, but I noticed that they were doing all these really cool posts. That might be cool for you to check out now that you're, you're there, but I thought that oh. was interesting in interviewing you. I was like, Argentina, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to have to go on there after this. <laughs> so what is it like in Argentina? Like, What has been your experience in the two weeks you've been there?
0: <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> these two weeks have been a whirlwind. I've on a <laughs> I'm honestly going to have a little bit of a hard time articulating it all, but it's been, um, I it, I would, it has been probably the biggest learning experience so far that we've experienced uh, going internationally. I'm glad we have a little bit of experience under our belt before we came here especially because the language barrier is a bit of an issue for us um, and uh,
1: well that makes sense so it's been a it's been a whirlwind have you gotten to eat any of that famous Argentinian um, meat that everyone talks about
0: I have and it's oh my gosh um it's so bizarre because um, they have some of the best meat in the world here but um You have to be very careful how you order it. Apparently, because I ordered it medium rare, thinking that that was a good order, and it came out almost well—like what I would consider well done—and it was like chewing on leather. They apparently really like to cook their meat here, so you're better off uh, almost ordering it rare.
1: Oh, whoa! Way different than I thought it was going to be. I thought it would be the exact opposite. I thought you were going to say it it was—it came out mooing or something. That's
0: what you would, that's what I would have expected, but yeah, no, it was I'm like medium, oh, I'm sorry, I said medium rare, I'm medium, I ordered it medium, and I need to be ordering almost medium rare or rare if i if I want a little pink in it.
1: note to self when I go down to Argentina, I will be ordering my meat rare
0: <laughs> exactly, and it's so bizarre too, because um the food here, I guess. There's a lot of Italian roots here, so they're really big on pasta and bread as well. But they do not like spices at all. I went grocery shopping last week, and the only spices I was able to find were salt, pepper, and garlic.
1: (laughs) What? That seems so crazy to me, because in my mind, like all of the Latino food that I've eaten is so flavorful. Like, spices I can't even put my finger on. That's so weird.
0: Yeah, Argentina's its own little own little world over here in Latin America. They don't; they are not quite like
1: everybody else. Mm, that's strange. Okay, but I'd still want to go though, because it's I've heard that um, it's oh, just yeah, really definitely. beautiful, and I got to get there someday. But that's so amazing. So, how have your lives changed since picking up and leaving Wisconsin? Um, I guess
0: as far as our lives have changed, we. Well, it's changed in the sense that we've become very minimalistic. We don't own things. Um, <laughs> we can't accumulate anything at all. It's also changed, too, because we're not, we're not close to our families, and we have to pick up and make friends every few months it has been lately. And um, also, too, um, just being able to be mentally ready and mobile to go at any given time um, For example, like, we thought we were going to be in Australia for four years, and we got word a couple weeks ago that we were coming to Argentina. So just being able to be ready and ready to go at any given moment.
1: (laughs) Yeah, flexibility is definitely important in travel because stuff happens. But it sounds like your life, you have to be extra flexible. (laughs) What do your families think about you guys living in these countries and just picking up and taking off?
0: Oh, well, at first I think they thought we were a little crazy, which is understandable. Um, and they were obviously a little concerned, too, at times, because they didn't. there were some places that we went to that they weren't really familiar with. Um, but now that we've been doing this for a little while, they um, – I was, they're happy for us, and they're more interested now in traveling themselves and seeing uh, different parts of the world.
1: Wow! Yeah, you've inspired them. It's rubbing off. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, that's yep, cool. It's rubbing off a little. <laughs> How has your outlook on, in your perspective on life and culture changed? Because I know for me, when I in my travels and spending a significant amount of time in, in a different culture, like it's really impacted the way I view American culture. I view making life choices and decisions and how I interact with people. How has it impacted your outlook and your perspective on life and culture? Um, I guess as far as, uh,
0: my outlook on life has changed in the sense that um, with our traveling, we do kind of live every day as if it's our last day in the city, like, because we can leave at any given moment. So we're trying to make the most of every single day that we're in a new spot, um, which is a big change from what we were previously. And um, I guess as far as culture, it's really, really opened my mind to um, different experiences and being able to um, accept other cultures as well, and just knowing that even though it's different, it's still a really amazing way to live life as well.
1: There's this, like, Mark Twain quote that people always talk about with travel, and it's the one that says, you know, travel is fatal to prejudice and bigotry and narrow-mindedness. And that's why it's like, as Americans, we don't have it really in our culture to leave America. Like, <laughs> we're pretty good there. We're like, it's fine. This is this is good for me, but we miss out. On all of the, I think that's part of the reason why our culture in our our in America right now, why we have so many problems is because people don't get outside their comfort zone that often we're way too comfortable in america what do you have anything you wanted to like say as far as that, noticing how Americans um, live like once you once you leave and you come back? I guess
0: to be honest we've been we've been around so much that we haven't been back to america recently oh you so haven't when was the
1: last time you were here
0: um well we were briefly in the area for christmas but that was just like a quick we saw our families and then we were oh, um, way. back to australia but oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> it, yeah it's, it's been a we're going on a year now of really not spending much time back in america
1: Okay. So you haven't yet had that like reverse culture shock realizing all of the yeah. faults in our society. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah,
0: I reverse culture shock is something I haven't had a chance to experience yet.
1: Oh man. Well I'll tell you, when when I got back um from the Philippines in November, I was coming into the election. So everything going on with the election And the tension and just, I mean, in 2016, like all of the stuff with the um, police shootings and and people of color just being brutalized by the police was out. And then you had people who were, you know, doing the Black Lives Matter and the, the people who were like very staunch right Republican who were against that and we're saying all lives matter so i came back into this and i was like i hadn't heard about any of this i hadn't experienced any of this i hadn't even really thought all that much about what i was coming back into but it was it was interesting talk about a whirlwind experience so you'll hopefully (laughs) your going back will be way more chilled out than (laughs) than my going back (laughs) Yeah, I think it'll be a little
0: more it'll be calmer.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you you seem to have like a really calm way about you anyways, so maybe that will play into it. True. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts about taking risks? Cuz when I look at your life, I just see somebody who's boldly taken risks and um yeah, what what are your thoughts about taking risks and being a risk taker?
0: Um, well uh taking risks are it's really scary um and it it's not always going to work out not every risk you take is going to pay off um for example the first time uh we tried to move abroad um we gave up everything we owned uh we quit our jobs and we actually got married in a really short long time i think it was two weeks Time period we had a wedding organized and was over with, and we thought we were going to move to Scotland. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) it was during Christmas too. It was really fun.
1: (laughs) And you thought you were going to move to Scotland?
0: Yeah, and we thought we were going to move to Scotland, and it didn't. In um, it was a few days before we were supposed to get on the plane, and it all fell through, and (laughs) that was not a good situation. But um, we kept. Uh, taking risks and persevering and eventually we did get to where we wanted to be and we're traveling abroad now but it, did, mm. it took three years before we were able to get to that point
1: oh really it took that long wow you guys really did persevere and not give yep. up Yep <laughs> I, I was thinking, you know, because you were mentioning earlier about how going place to place, like you're kind of uprooting everything and then having to start again and have friendships, make friends. Do you feel like because you've uprooted so much and, you know, you guys have to be ready to leave and, and so there's not like a sense of permanence in some ways, has that um, brought you and your husband closer together? Well oh, that's a good question uh, yes
0: definitely um, I would say since we've started doing this it's definitely strengthened our relationship um, because we we really are each other's rocks because going even just going on a short trip with your spouse can be stressful but when it becomes your way of life you really have to have a strong relationship in order to make it work and you have to be able to you have to be able to communicate when you're when things aren't going quite right because everything Everything is just a little extra stressful when you're mm. constantly moving.
1: <laughs> yeah. Moving's the worst. I hate moving. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I can't believe you've done <laughs> yeah, it no, intercontinentally. <laughs> yeah. So that's so sweet. So you feel like your your relationship has grown because of the changing of home and and work stuff and travel.
0: Definitely, yep.
1: So what's next for you? What is, you know, your dream?
0: Oh, what's next for me? Uh, Well, I'm really hoping to learn Spanish while I'm here. and Then after that, I'm I'm not really sure where we're going to end up, but I'm hoping that we'll be able to stay in um, Argentina at least until November because it's a dream of mine to see all uh, seven continents. And Buenos Aires is a launching point for Antarctica that it would be amazing to be able to go on that trip in November.
1: Ooh, uh, girl, you brave. <laughs> I'm not i I'm like, I love to travel, but I am not trying to go to Antarctica. <laughs> I'm brave. hoping
0: that having a background of living in Wisconsin that I'll be a little prepared for it.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh I've been in a Minnesota winter and that's a whole nother level. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it. Yes, you got it. it. <laughs> so that's your dream. What about for Have Clothes Will Travel? Is there like anything you want to happen with your blog, like reaching a certain group of people or impacting in a certain way? Do you have any um, dreams or goals for Have Clothes Will Travel?
0: Um, as far as Have Clothes Will Travel, um, I'm hoping to continue to grow and gain more followers. Hopefully, they'll a few sister radio followers that'll come on over now. Yeah. and help. <laughs> and then um, I guess I hope for my blog would be too to continue um, in the sense of the same way that I inspired um, our family and friends to um, take risks with traveling. I hope that the, um, my travel writing will also help to inspire other people to get out of their comfort zone a little and explore different cultures or even just different areas of the um, state that they
1: live in. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I love that. So if you knew what you know now when you were 20 years old, what would you tell your 20-year-old self?
0: Oh, <laughs> um, gosh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I would honestly want to tell myself anything. Because I, I feel like every mistake or bad thing that's happened has led me to where I am. Mm. And I wouldn't want to change those experiences.
1: That's really good. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Rock on. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Okay. So I want to ask you one final question. And it's a fun one. I think this question's really fun. So if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be and why?
0: I love that one. <laughs> uh, mm, I just have to pick one. Um, I would say probably uh, Darwin from X-Men. He, uh, he adapts and changes to his environment, and I like to think that I relate the most to him.
1: Oh, I like that. I actually don't even know who the heck Darwin is from X Men. I feel like a cornball that I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: wait, he he was in first. He was a character in first class, I believe. If you've, if you've seen
1: that, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen any of the X Men movies since like the first one came out in like two thousand and eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that. So you'd want your superpower to be being able to adapt, like Darwin.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: <laughs> Which I feel like you already have that superpower. Well,
0: thank you. I, I like I I I like to think that I am able to adapt <laughs> to our new environments. Well,
1: <laughs> well, I am so excited for you and your travels. Keep on posting and sharing your adventures and your fashion um yeah keep on rocking oh thank you you too (laughs) thank you so much for coming on sister radio lindsay and um yeah we're excited to see what's next for you you've been listening to sister radio A special thank you to Lindsay and go check out her blog, Have Clothes Will Travel. She's on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And then at the same time, go on over to SisterRadio.com and be sure to follow us on our social media. We love y'all. Sister Radio.